0: Sheldon, we did it. We made it 201 episodes. That's definitely the number at which people celebrate accomplishments. The round number 201. Congratulations, Shelly.
1: Congratulations to you as well, John. 201 episodes. That's such an amazing feat. You know, I never thought I would see this point where we would be at 201 episodes because it's just such a magical number. You know what I mean? And I feel like You know, we do this every single week, pretty much, you know, and we kind of get lost in it sometimes. And then you look up and you reach certain milestones and a milestone like 201 episodes, definitely something to be proud of. So, congratulations to you as well, my dude. And huge shouts to the people that have been rocking with us for these 201 episodes. We really appreciate you. You don't get to a number like 201 without the support of our fans. So, to all of you listening right now,
0: we appreciate you. We thank you.
1: Into really 201 do. more episodes,
0: right? We really do appreciate our listeners. You guys make this so much more fun for us. I like to do the math of things sometimes. Like I hate math, but like our okay. average episode length, it probably is around like 110 minutes. Okay. Not 110. That's bad. That's bad. An math. hour bad. and 10 minutes? An hour and 10 minutes. Thank you, Sheldon. So that means we have had, like, 300 hours of conversation about the challenge over, I've lost, I can tell you, eight seasons of the regular challenge, three seasons of Champs Versus, and um, an All-Stars season as well. That's a lot. And we have done... Uh, I've lost track of how many interviews we've done as well. We've interviewed Wes, Ashley, Mm -hmm. uh, Marie. I am missing people. Uh, Jemmy. Jemmy, Emily. um, Yeah,
1: Emily. I forgot about Emily. How did I forget about Emily?
0: Sylvia. Yeah. And... uh, Oh, uh,
1: Casper Smart.
0: Yeah, Casper Smart. So... (laughs) That is a pretty that is a pretty good collection of uh, people we've had the opportunity to speak with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've pissed some people off along the way too, which is pretty fun. I'm not going to put too much energy into naming names, but every so I mean, often, I don't
1: even know I don't even know who you're referring to. So that's cool. We can, <laughs> we is, can keep a, that there moving.
0: There's a particular cast member who has sent some angry tweets in our direction from time to time. Oh but
1: cool I guess I just got the hater blockers on all the time I I can't even see them
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, it was a while ago he hasn't been on for a couple seasons
1: I honestly like I'm not even doing a bit right now like I honestly
0: don't know who you're talking about
1: which is amazing but you know what you know what's interesting to me it's like Um, I remember when we were texting back and forth about the challenge and then all of a sudden, I think I started doing maybe a basketball pod before and you were like, hey, we should should do a a challenge pod.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I I guess that makes sense. I fooled around with doing a couple podcasts. Like I'd done Mm -hmm. like a three episode podcast, four episodes with our buddy Gord. Uh, but then like life got busy for both him and I, so it didn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had a short lived podcast. I think I did nine episodes Mm -hmm. where I interviewed people in creative industries about how they do what they do. Like it was, it was called how the sausage gets made. And the idea was like, you know, I would, for an example, I would interview you about what it's like to be a producer on a sports broadcast and like get into okay. the nuts and bolts yeah um, that also sort of fell off but this 201 episodes you know just kept it's rolling
1: so do you know it's crazy too like all the things that people talk about and I'm saying this for people who are listening who you know because I, I think the life lessons that get learned at certain points you know they're the same lessons for everybody, but because you think that it's a different industry or a different situation, that it's different, but really it's not. And what I mean by that is I know there's people who have things that they want to do on the side or follow passions that they want to follow or, you know, things that they want to do because, hey, they want to just do it for them and it's exciting. And you think, well, can I do this? Should I do this? Am I good at this? Can I figure this out? oh, I'm not a technical person or I'm not an on-air person or I'm not, like, you come up with all these reasons as to why you can't instead of focusing on the reasons of why you should. And I'm going to tiptoe around how I say this because there's things that I obviously can't talk about yet. But, like, if you had told me when we were filming episode one where I would be at or what could be in front of me at episode 201, (laughs) And how much doing this on a weekly basis with you, how much of a role that would have played in that, like, I mean, yeah, like that wasn't, that wasn't the reason why we did it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I did think as an afterthought, like, oh, it'd be cool to get some extra reps. It'd be fun. It'd be, you know, just, you know, putting something on the schedule, which is the biggest point of doing things or the biggest uh, benefit of doing things like this, right? You getting yourself into a routine, Right. And so like that side of it has been awesome. But I'm just saying that if you're thinking about doing something and you're not really sure about it, the lesson here, and I wish I could talk about something more or I wish I had something more to talk about, I should say, because I don't really have it to talk about. But um, just do it is what I'm saying.
0: Well, you know, I'm glad you said that, because as our listeners know, I'm like my full time job is I'm a reporter, I'm a writer. But when I was in journalism school, the way it was broken down was we had the first semester was writing, the second semester was broadcast, the third semester was you got to choose which one you wanted to do, basically, mm-hmm. like you could switch back to writing or you could continue with broadcast. I switched back to writing because I was so bad at broadcasts, like my yeah. uh, on-air, my on-air uh, broadcasting teacher once said I sounded like a bored robot. Um, so bit of a bit of a gamble for me to do 201 (laughs) episodes of a podcast but the you know practice I wouldn't I was gonna say practice makes perfect but that implies I'm perfect at this and I'm definitely not (laughs) but it's it certainly helps and it also helps doing it with a friend because you know we I just honestly my goal basically every episode is to say something ridiculous enough to make you laugh and then (laughs) and try to throw you it's off a little game we play. I don't know if you were aware that we played that game, but <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm fully aware.
0: I'm aware. <laughs> so anyway, thank you everyone. And thank you, Sheldon.
1: Yeah. And, and I just want to say, right. Like th- it's, it's interesting, right? Because all of the things that you think you're going to get out of something, whatever those things are, there's so much more that comes along with it that are positives. Right. And you you mentioned the fact that we like get to catch up on a weekly basis. Now it's almost on the sched where we talk for a half hour to an hour before we actually record the podcast. And especially if you think about what's gone on throughout the last year, year plus maintaining those relationships and having those outlets to talk both personally and, and like you know publicly like we do on this pod have been such a huge help for me right and like that's where it becomes you know the thing where it's not just about getting reps or learning how to edit a pod or learning how to you know produce a pod like all those things are cool but doing it this way just made it a whole lot more fun right So that's, that's where I'm at. So yes. Thanks everyone. Who's been with us for the 201 episodes really appreciate you. And, you know, hopefully we make it to 201 more to make it a nice round, even 402. So, you know, thanks.
0: Uh, Shall we talk about the latest episode of spies, lies and allies?
1: I think we should episode 17. And I don't know how I feel about episode 17, but, um, This season, I don't know how I feel about this season, I guess I should say. Because it's been a roller coaster.
0: You know what I will say? This was not the best episode of the season, for sure. But there have been... This is always the worst part of any season of the challenge. When you're down to the final people, they're bored of each other. They're either, like, coupled up or never going to couple up. Right? Like with all due respect to say Nani and Casey, like they're just doing couple shit. Like, like congratulations to them. I'm glad they're happy, but like no one wants to see two people just cuddling, (laughs) right? Like it's not good TV. (laughs) Um, So we're at that point. It's also, we talk about this every season. You know, the house is designed to hold 40 people. They're down to 10. Just that much easier yeah, to yeah. avoid everyone else all day, so like they're just having quiet conversations all the time. So, yeah. for sure, this was not the best episode. But given how there's some seasons where it's just horrible, like right before mm-hmm. the final, yeah. uh, this is. I was still entertained.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know what? The way that this episode started, because it was very heavy off about CT right off the top. I thought this was going to be them taking a shot at CT. That's what I thought was going to happen. Just how heavy this episode started with CT being the theme and him talking about how he hasn't won back-to-back seasons before. And, you know, should they want to get him out? Of course. But the problem is how are you going to do something? You know what I mean? And then him calling home. I thought this was going to be the setup that someone was going to shoot their shot at CT. And I was kind of getting excited for that, right? Because I, I didn't think that was going to be a thing. But the way that they started the episode, I was like, oh, wait a second here.
0: Th- that is exactly what I thought. I have it in my notes as well. Where it's like, oh, I see. This is setting up for CT to go into elimination. Like, that's that's what's going on. And I liked this segment where they're sort of like hyping up CT. Because like, if you mm-hmm. put it in perspective, You know, I know Johnny Bananas holds the record right now. But man, CT is closing in on the greatest... I mean, we've talked about this before. As He won uh, the the greatest reality TV personality of all time competition on The Ringer, I guess it was last Mm -hmm. year. And that was voted on by fans, tens of thousands of people participating. If he... I would argue that he's already the greatest of all time on the challenge. If he wins this okay. season, and I think he's the favorite to win this season, then I think there's no disputing the fact. Because I think with the amount of money on the line, it would put him over the top in terms of like money one. Winning back to back seasons is incredibly difficult. And like there's just no slowing down the pain train. Like he is just yeah. a beast. It's and very
1: like- It's very Tom Brady-esque.
0: And what I mean mean by that
1: is just like the different eras.
0: You know what I mean? I didn't want to say that because I dislike Tom Brady so much, but I hate to admit this, it crossed my mind.
1: Like they're not the same person, obviously. Like they're different people. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, you won, there's a gap in between, everyone thinks you're done. And then all of a sudden you have this second run, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it's just been an interesting ride. And to see him with this kid, like him joking around and playing with this kid, like that was so cute. And it's such a contrast from if you remember back to the dude that we know from watching at the very beginning and when he came on and he's fighting with Adam and he's like losing his mind in the house. Like it's such a drastic change, but we've seen it all. And I think for the level of difficulty for the way that he's doing it now, where it's like he's winning by a long shot. Right. And I don't know what's going to happen in the final. Who knows? Who knows if he even makes it to the final? Like we're not there yet, but Mm -hmm. he is by far the favorite at this point. And I don't think anything that happened in this episode did anything to uh, lessen the odds here. Let's say for him winning.
0: No, I did like this opening, this sort of opening section of the show where they where it's all talking about CT CT doing his confessionals showing a lot of confidence, but also he has every right to be confident. I liked when he said, you know, they all want me gone. He said, but who's going to do it? (laughs) And he's right. And then they have a conversation between, well, Devin doing a monologue with Kyle, Nelson and Logan talking about like, you know, basically the championship runs through CT and Nelson I can't believe I'm gonna agree with Scubanelli, but he's exactly right. He's like, if you let CT get to a final, CT wins the final. <laughs> like we're not yeah. gonna stop him there. So we gotta stop him now. That's just mm-hmm. that's just stone cold facts.
1: Yeah. And I thought that's where it was setting up, you know, and I thought if they would you assume that if they had the chance, like if one of the other teams won, that they would have put him in.
0: I don't think so because I think everyone's too scared. Cause like we too can,
1: scared that they would that he would pick them.
0: Yeah. Well, because like, okay, so you vote CT in. The men that he could call down are because it's not gonna be someone gets voted and then calls down CT. Like that, like no. no one's gonna be so foolish. So you'd have to vote CT in. And then he would pick either Devin, Kyle nelson logan or manuel i don't know that any of them are capable of beating him even in this competition which i don't think i mean we're getting ahead of ourselves this elimination would not necessarily play to ct's strengths but do i think he can win it yes i do (laughs) no that's fair the other thing that's fair is that CT is no dummy and he would call down the person that he could, he believes he could be like, he's not going to make it harder on himself. Definitely than, not. Then it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, speaking of making it harder on himself, this is an interesting segue and I apologize ahead of time. If there are kids in the car, the okay. next conversation you're laughing already as if you know where I'm going with this, but the next conversation, right? Was this next, the Tory and, and Emmanuel? Yeah. Did I skip over that? Did I write that down somewhere? Is this next? Yep. though? yeah. So they're laying on the ground. And I'm going to say that at one point I was, you know, a teenage boy. And sometimes you have certain situations where you might get excited in certain situations and you're forced to, let's say, hide your excitement yeah. The first thing I saw when, I, when this scene came on was I was like, why the hell is Emmanuel lying on the ground? Oh, oh, that's what's going on. <laughs> I just want to know if I'm the only one that thought that while watching that scene. You're the or only one on this like,
0: podcast that thought that. <laughs>
1: I don't know why like that was I'm watching this and and again mind you as soon as they come on screen I'm not really paying attention to them because as mentioned before these two annoy me together I'm not about the bizarro world Jordan the vampire stuff creeps me out so like I'm paying attention but not fully paying attention when they come on screen but then they did come on the screen and my guy's lying awkwardly like sprawled out on the hill but he's like he's lying on his stomach but is like ass is kind of up in the air a little. And I'm kind of like, yo, why is my guy laying so awkward? Oh, hmm. And you think about the scenarios that could occur because, you know, they're just hanging out. You're obviously finding different places where you can hang out. There's only certain places you can go. And then, hey, the producers come and they're like, hey, we need you to film this scene right now. Now I'm sure you could say, hey, give me a sec. (laughs) but that would all depend on where you were in said um, coitus. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm rambling here and I'm I'm assuming that you've already stated you did not think about this. I just want to know if there's anyone else listening to this who agree with me and if you do agree with me or if you decide that, hey, I want to go back and watch it back to see what this crazy Canadian dude was talking about. That's fair,
0: but let me know. Our mentions please. are always open. Yeah, please uh, tweet at us. You know, hashtag vampire boners. Whatever you need to do. Do to not hashtag
1: it. that. I do not co-sign. <laughs> I do not co that hashtag.
0: Okay. There is a hundred percent certainty that the hashtag vampire boners already exists.
1: I'm not going to look that up. That will not be a part of my uh, my history. We'll say.
0: <laughs> the thing that I took away from this conversation (laughs) between Tori not between you and I but between Tori and Emmanuel (laughs) and listener Adi Pinsoff mentioned this to me as well we were talking as I watched how did Tori not know what place he'd placed in Survivor like how did like have they had have they just had sex have they not actually spoken to each other like that's I don't want to say it's critical information, but it's like in the context of being in a challenge house, it would be good icebreaker conversation. It'd be like, hey, so you were on Survivor. How'd you do? Like that that would be probably the first thing I would say to Emmanuel upon meeting him, right? What, what, like how does she not know Fair. at this point?
1: Well, your assumption is that she has actual interest in him as a person.
0: Meaning you would not, be
1: listening to what he has to say.
0: And not that he's the wish.com Jordan.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I
0: got. Uh, that's what I got. I will say, I will say I had one thing where I at where that Tori said something that I absolutely believe. Okay. She was talking about how she hasn't won a season yet and that she's addicted to trying to win. Mm -hmm. I absolutely believe that. Like I could see how being on the show would be crazy addictive. And
1: you see that with Nelson too, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you see it with all of them. I think you see it with like, after Ashley was kicked off the show, some other cast members said, you know, we could see that something was up with Ashley. Like Ashley was not herself. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it in previous seasons where people said the same about Kara and Camilla and, Polly, like there's a lot of people who come on the show so often that it becomes a detriment to themselves. Like it's affects their personal lives. I think we even saw it with CT to some degree. And it's it's I absolutely believe that it's an addictive experience. So no, it was interesting fair. to hear like a cast member actually articulate that while in the midst of getting their fix.
1: Yeah um one thing i want to bring up too just as a man well, is a part of this conversation um i don't know if you saw this online but someone was making fun of josh's haircut and then yeah. he said that you know he's been struggling ever since uh what's his name left the house uh leroy
0: no uh, leroy
1: nelson no 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 leroy wasn't on the season i think that's what his point was i think his point was because leroy wasn't on the season they were struggling with haircuts, and so Emmanuel ended up giving people haircuts. And like the haircut he gave Josh was just horrible. But who? No, there was someone on the season that was giving them giving them head haircuts, and I can't remember who it is. Um, but either way, after that person left, I guess Emmanuel tried, and yeah, someone had a screenshot of of Josh's hair haircut, and I just laughed because I'm like, you let a vampire try to cut your hair, bro? Not a good look
0: well and also like people have different kinds of hair emmanuel's hair would be very different from josh's hair and you gotta know what you're doing
1: yeah but also like if my barber has a bad haircut he probably shouldn't be my barber
0: you know it's funny you should mention that i got my haircut yesterday love my barber shout out to mike but I was walking by another barber shop afterwards, and every barber in the shop was wearing a baseball cap. Okay. As they were working on people's hair, I'm like, I would not go to that barber shop. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna go to a bar. Like, that's like going to a restaurant with a skinny cook. Like, I'm not going there. Like, show me what you got. Like, why, why are you all wearing baseball caps? What has that's happened? Funny. Right. Because like funny. at my barber well shop. Every barber, their hair is like on point because, like, when they're mm-hmm. just hanging out, they'll cut each other's hair. So, like, well played. They're, they're always they're always fresh, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, on that point, Emmanuel has the worst haircut coming into the show. To get the worst oh, haircut sure. in the house. So, like, why turn to that guy?
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess beggars couldn't be choosers. I guess. Um, I I was actually trying to find the
0: tweet. I got to tell you, if I was going to go into the challenge house, I think I would go, I'd get a haircut like two days before my flight out and then just like, let it grow out. Like if it gets, like if I'm there for two months, so be it. Like it'll be long and shaggy, but I'd rather be shaggy than get butchered like Josh did. (laughs)
1: Well, that's fair. I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, when I look at it and I think about certain situations, and, you know, you end up in certain places and you might not be able to trust said barber, right? Like sometimes it's just, you know, you got to take a risk. You're going and you're looking for a recommendation, you know, and, and sometimes you might not be able to get it. And that's tough. That's tough. That's a lonely space to be Ooh. in where you got to message out like i remember hearing stories about uh i won't mention names but um being out in like calgary and trying to reach out and be like hey i need someone to give me a cut like anyone (laughs) and like everyone mentions like the same one spot and i get it but on the other hand kind of like that's weird no anyways we're going off on a tangent, and I apologize because that's my fault. I took us off on this tangent as no I often compl- do, but I'll, I'll try I, to rein it back in
0: and I bring have a us question back. To Sheldon, that you might know the answer to. Okay. Why doesn't the challenge have a barber on staff, a hairstylist? Because that's a great I know, question. I imagine that they have someone that does makeup i'm not talking like fancy makeup i'm talking like making sure that there's no shine when they're doing confessionals yeah. which is a rocket science like you can powder yourself but like yeah. why not just have a a hairstylist a barber for the basics on hmm. or bring them in I once think... a week
1: because you that's I guess i mean you're totally right i guess because you have to like fly them out I guess money no, would be my, my ultimate guess.
0: You just get like a local, right? Like you just hmm. find some local hairstylist and say, hey, we'll send a car to like, bring your stuff. We'll send a car. We'll pick you up this morning. You're going to cut 10 people's hair. I mean,
1: I like it. I like that idea. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I like that call
0: because
1: Emmanuel needs a cut. And Josh's cut that whoever the fan was that screenshotted his haircut, yeah, he needed that too. So I'm with you.
0: Totally with you. The daily competition is dead drop, which is pretty straightforward. They have to run across a beam that's suspended Mm -hmm. high over water and pick up a capsule, which is essentially a pipe (laughs) that's been capped off and then run back across the beam. The twist, it's not much of a twist, but the challenge is that the other teams have these weighted bags that they're going to swing at you and they're going to try to knock you off. Yeah. And and the beam isn't just straightforward. Like, there's some steps on it. One section was wrapped in, like, thick rope. So, like, it's a little harder to get your footing. One part looked like it was wet. So, it was, like, a little more slippery. So, you know, there's things going on. And the first team that is up is Sapphire. So CT, Kyle, and Emmy. I think it's fair to say it was just CT, though.
1: Yeah, this is essentially Team CT. And the thing that I didn't understand, and I don't know this because obviously we don't know if they showed it to us in the same order that it was actually taped in, right? But if this is the case and CT's team was the first team to go, And he literally showed you how to do it. And what I mean is he had the strategy, two things to me is what his strategy boiled down to. One was speeding across, right? So that um, you couldn't, it'd be harder for you to time out uh, swinging the ball and hitting him. The second thing was he would use the ball and use the momentum of the ball to then hold himself up. And to me, I think that was the biggest part of it. And I think that was, you know, if I was one of the other competitors, why wouldn't I just follow what he did and then do that?
0: Logan sort of did. Logan, Logan did, it did it a little sure. bit afterwards. Um, Manuel sort of did, but not really. But yeah, yeah. No one, no one was able to replicate CT's feet. He ended up getting mm-hmm. seven of the capsules by yeah. himself. Just the dominant performance. And speaking of dominant performances, here in Canada, they actually gave us the American version this week with the music, which was, was nice because we got to hear Hot Stepper by any Camoz, which is big track just the best. I got to tell you, if I was ever like a UFC fighter, that would be my okay. to music. A kid like I picture <laughs> in my mind, my, like yeah. you know how they come out with their team, like their mm-hmm. cut man and everything, the coaches, mm-hmm. what I would do is I would have everyone like come out in a conga line and then at the like right parts they all like pop out from behind the like mur, you know what I mean? They goes mur, <laughs> like that's what i would do but But i also have to say i want to think i had so many (sighs) people messaging us uh, like telling us what the music was this week which was super i love it i appreciate it it. but i also have to say i think it speaks to the power of hot stepper that people were so excited to tell us that hot stepper was one of the tracks like there's other songs there is calvin harris there's there's mm-hmm. others, Miley Cyrus. There's other tracks on this episode.
1: Oh, but I everyone was Miley.
0: talking about any commodes. Because that song so, is fire.
1: That song is a banger, right? That song is, especially if you're of a certain age. So as as, as uh, we say nowadays, if you were outside when that song was a thing, you know what I mean? That is That song is a banger. And I will say too, It's funny because we talk about the music on a week-to-week basis and how much we miss it or how much of a big deal it adds to the show. And this was an instance where I can't even lie to you. I was so excited when they started playing it. I was so fired up. I thought, oh, this is incredible. Like I was there bumping along. I turned up the volume. I was feeling good, right? And it fit perfectly for what CT was doing, Um, mind you. So CT did well, the Ruby team, I mean, Logan was killing it. Nelson was trying. Nelson was getting his matrix on, right? He had some like dope moves. Uh, Tori wasn't so much of a help. Uh, And and you mentioned it. Logan kind of did the same thing that CT did, which was using the balls to help him balance. Which I thought, again, why didn't more people do it? Then again, I'm saying this while sitting on my couch, right? Recording our 201st episode of the podcast. So hey. Who am I, right?
0: <laughs> I'm just going to leave you hanging there. Um, no, the that's... Thing, <laughs> the other thing about holding on to the bombs is by definition, if you are holding on to one or two, mm-hmm. they're not being thrown at you.
1: So and I have a... Sorry.
0: I was just going to say, if you have something to say. I was just going to move on to the Emerald team, but if you have something to add right now, let's hear it.
1: So... No, I mean it fits into to the Emerald team as well. Because here's my thing: Wouldn't you have tried to let the Emerald team win? And were they trying to let the Emerald team win? That's kind of my question. Ooh. Obviously, not CT's team, but I'm saying: If I'm Nelson, if I'm um, if I'm uh, Tory, right? Like, am I really trying to to make these guys lose? Because I thought they did pretty well, except for Nani and Amanda. And I feel like Amanda got picked on more than Nani did for not doing so well in this challenge. Now, mind you, Amanda did just jump off at the beginning, but Nani essentially did the same thing, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you think of the whole Emerald team performance?
0: I mean, Devin recognized that if he didn't win, he was going in. hmm And I know I'm the internet's number one Devin defender, but he looked good in this competition. Like he, he brought it. He did as well as he could. Casey really tried as well. They tied Mm -hmm. CT with seven capsules brought back. Yeah. But you raise a good point. Like why not try and let Emerald win so that you could vote CT in? I guess they figured there wouldn't be the, um, the voting support like you're sort of if you're yeah, doing that I you guess, banking on Emerald and you, which would include Devin who's yeah, sort of about to
1: but you also speak. run the risk like it's a dumb plan now that I think about it and I know I'm countering my own argument here but if I'm Nelson and I let the other team win so that CT's team loses then what are we doing we're throwing CT in but CT could pick me yeah so yeah, dumb plan on my part. I'm sorry. I'm uh-huh. sorry. But hey, this is what we do. We, we strategize. We come up with things. I mean, after two, 201 episodes, I mean, you know, wouldn't be the first time I've said something dumb on this pod.
0: Nope. That was it. The streak's over, <laughs> Sheldon. Uh, Lawrence uh. says, outside of some weird fluke, this is clearly CT's season to lose. It's not even close. Real music this week with Hot Stepper. Production note: Could have really used a round counter in the elimination. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, very, very dominant performance from CT. It comes he CT ties the Emerald team, comes down to who did it faster, and he did it faster than they did. Which yeah, he which says is in insane. It's insane, and he says in confessional, it's his fifty-fifth daily challenge win. Wow. He is the opposite of Nelson, who, as we said last week, has lost fifty in a row. He's now Nelson's now lost fifty one in a row, <laughs> but fifty five. <laughs> just, just putting an epic performance. Just putting it's an, epic,
1: numbers, performance. Just putting it's an epic performance. Um, so my real line of the episode, I'm going to say it here, just because it's at the time, is "Here comes a hot stepper." <laughs> And it feels weird to say it like that, to say it just, here comes a hot stepper. Cause that sounds weird. Nobody says it like that. So I don't know why I just said it like that,
0: but if, now if it's making me laugh. Be, so I'm, if that's going to be your line of the episode, my line of the episode, it's going to be murderer.
1: <laughs> but it just sounds funny. Here comes a hot stepper. Hey, <laughs> we used to do that way back. Like I used to work when I was in high school, I worked at, uh Athlete's World, which is basically like a footlocker or foot action to our American listeners at Eaton Center. Eaton Center is like the mall, the big super mall in downtown Toronto, right? Uh, So yeah, that was my high school job. And what we would do after work when we were cleaning or when we were just bored, we would, and you have to remember the time, right? So if you're around our age, you will understand, but Sean Paul was like hitting, at this moment in time and sean so paul we would sing especially sean paul big in
0: toronto though oh yeah yeah yeah
1: being the city that it is of course yes but at this moment in time what we would do just to be stupid is we would sing sean paul but in not the sean paul voice <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so it'd be like i don't really care what people say to really watch what they're gonna do still have to stick to my girls like glue and i will not play number two <laughs> and then our, someone else would jump in and we would just keep going shake that thing miss girl you better shake that thing miss
0: <laughs>
1: sorry I, that just popped back into my head with miss here comes a hot stepper i apologize
0: but always a uh, julie, and rebecca. <laughs> julie <Sorry>. and rebecca
1: julie and rebecca
0: you know what I like to do? I like to uh, uh sing rap songs, but use like yeah. the proper language. Like I love it when you call me large father. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> see that sounds fucked up.
0: <laughs>
1: that just sounds fucked up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are we doing? How did we make it 201 episodes? I don't know. I don't,
0: what know. Doing here? I don't
1: um, know. But if that's not my if that's not my line of the episode, uh The other one that stood out to me was Emmy saying she says that she's shocked that Emmanuel is so bad with heights because he's a dancer. Close quote. What does that mean? She's shocked that Emmanuel was so bad at this. He's so bad with heights because he's a dancer. She doesn't get
0: it. I think she was trying to say that she thought he would have better balance. Hmm. Okay. Which I agree. He should have better balance. He's supposed to be laid on his feet and he was like falling off on his own.
1: Okay, fair enough. We're gonna talk about
0: Emmanuel some more, specifically in deliberations. Yeah, yeah. So, I finally, in deliberations, I finally figured out who Emmanuel is, who he truly is. Okay, so it's CT Kyle and Emmy are the agency.
1: I just want to say Kyle is super annoying in celebrating this win. Yeah. Like, be a little, like, I get it. You're putting on the show, but shut up.
0: I like that Tori told him to shut up and, like, snuffed it out. But, so, in deliberations, they're basically, the four guys that are left are, like, pleading their cases. Like, Mm -hmm. why why they should not be voted in yeah and like the scene really hinges like everyone sort of says what they have to say except emmanuel and ct is basically like all right emmanuel like your turn to say something and he goes basically i didn't write down exactly what he says but he basically says if you vote me in you'll regret it and CT, and he, like, stares at CT, and CT eventually is like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and Emmanuel just keeps, like, staring at the agency, and then Emmy goes, say more. Like, this is your friend. I was like, <laughs> I, you know what? I take it back. That's my line of the episode. Emmy saying to Emmanuel, say more. <laughs> is So
1: yeah no the thing about this scene to me is that it sums up basically the entire season of this show and what i mean by that is you're right on the brink you have an opportunity to do something fun and crazy and entertaining and instead you have ct begging these guys to say anything amanda's even trying to jump in and be like hey guys like you probably should say something throw someone under the bus like do something and they're all just sitting there not saying anything at all and it it, basically to me summed up this season where it's just like there's a lot of just blah moments where it's like what what's even happening right now
0: well so here's the thing with emmanuel this is this is what i really want to talk about i don't know if you had encounters like this when you were in the schoolyard in elementary school but every so often you know kids fight or like get close to fighting every so often there'd be like that super nerdy kid who sort of bought their own hype that they were truly an x-man or say a vampire or whatever and so like i don't know Mm -hmm. things would get heated with that kid and they're like you don't want to fight me and they'd like take a karate stance and you'd be like yeah but you're also like 40 Mm -hmm. pounds soaking wet and like I've seen, like, we're in the same gym class. Like, I know how unathletic you are. Like, I know how uncoordinated you are. They're the okay. sort of kids that think when they do the Naruto run that they're faster. That's Emmanuel's energy, right? Like, okay. imagine being, because, like, Emmanuel's is, like, what, 5'8 and, like, 160 pounds maybe? Imagine yeah. looking, CT, goddamn T in the face Mm -hmm. and saying if you put me in an elimination you'll regret it no ct Mm. definitely won't ct definitely eats pieces of shit like you for breakfast (laughs) like you you might be able to try to bring that like i'm a vampire energy and like scare off the nelsons of this world that shit ain't gonna fly with ct who like has led a fucked up life and has done fucked up things we've we have this man break people's jaws with one punch we've seen him punch through walls and tear doors off the hinges we've seen yeah. him carry a much larger human being in Johnny Bananas on his back CT is not going to be scared of you with your like forward bowl cut like get out of here Manuel <laughs> Like, you finished second second on Romanian Survivor you're not impressing anyone that's very funny well played well played that's that's who emmanuel is there's all this like vampire shit he's just a big nerd and i say that as a nerd he's just a nerd who's bought the hype right like he's the kind of guy who's like i know the klingon martial art so i'll win a fight no you won't bro it's fake it's make-believe it's made up by gene roddenberry like get over it as you can tell, I so, am not in on Emanuel this episode or ever. So, yeah, I
1: mean, what's there to really be in on unless you like vampires or your Tory? But here's my thing. So they end up picking Logan, right? And it's funny because CT really tried to get them to say anything, and his reasoning made sense as to why they should be picking a manuel. And even still, yeah. no one took the bait. So Anyways, it all plays out because obviously Emmy doesn't want to pick a man well. So CT is going to pick the other rookie. Kind of know how that was going to play out, right? CT and Kyle were going to throw in the other rookie. So it ends up being Logan. And the big decision for Logan now becomes, well, who do you want to go in against? And it all comes down to what kind of elimination it is. And you walk in and when you just see that elimination, John, I want to ask you something, man. What did you think that elimination was when you first saw it?
0: I thought it was a puzzle. Uh, I thought it was going to be like, you have to defuse this bomb. Like I thought it was going to be some sort of yeah. lightly physical, but mainly a puzzle sort of thing. Yeah. What did you think? It and was I'm guessing
1: s- same. And I'm guessing so did Logan, because obviously if you think it's a puzzle, you make the move and you pick a man well, and then it turns out to be the opposite of a puzzle where this is just basically an endurance challenge. And it was, you know, pretty lackluster. You had to run and jump over this rocket, run to the other side, flick the switch, and get back in 15 seconds. And then you had to keep going back and forth while flipping the levers. And eventually, it came all the way down to where they were doing it for so long, they just took away the time and made the time then 15 from 15 seconds to 10 seconds, which didn't really seem to make much of a difference. And you know, to the point that LT made earlier about having a counter, like yeah. to me, I think like that was a really interesting point because I wonder how long the whole thing would have been because I was bored with it. I was really bored with it. I didn't think it was that entertaining, and obviously, you know, Logan clearly wasn't entertained because he just essentially gave up, and so Emmanuel ends up winning and winning a pretty lackluster episode of the challenge, right? Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was really disappointed that so logan tripped when going over the hurdle and then just gave up like i don't know it would have been close but i feel like if he scrambled to his feet he could have gotten it yeah yeah
1: yeah i think so too but i i I think he just at that point gave up man like i really think that's what it was i think he was just super tired and at the end of the day he like because who knows how long they were doing that for and 15 second intervals no matter what, you're going to get tired at a certain point. And I think that's what he did.
0: Yeah. He also, I mean, he mentioned that his leg, it was starting to bother his legs. Yeah. And um, if you
1: know that a man isn't slowing down and you are, you know, you got to pull shoot.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But here comes the big part there's going to be a night of eliminations where two more agents are going to be eliminated and sent home.
1: So I'm going to be honest here. This should be a twist that gets me excited, but the way that this season is going, I'm really not that excited. Like, I just think it'll be something like just pretty plain and normal and whatever. They'll eliminate two more people and then it'll be off to the final. Like, I don't think it'll be some like epic, you know, crazy episode or whatever. I don't know why maybe that's just because of how I'm feeling after watching this episode, but yeah, I mean, let's just get to the final. Let's get to it. Yeah, I want to see who wins. I want to crown the next challenge champ.
0: They're down to 10 people. As we were saying, before we start recording, this season is entering like next week. It'll be its fourth, week, fourth month. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm ready for the final. <laughs> I, yeah. and like i've enjoyed this season i know not everyone has but i've enjoyed it but i'm ready to move up yeah like i'm ready to move on and also i think if they do this is essentially a purge is what we're talking about If they get rid of two people and we're down to eight that's enough to run a, mm-hmm. a final and like that yeah. as i was saying at the top of this episode of you killed it this is always the part of the season that lags So, like, if we can, like, hurry up getting through this sort of down period, I'm all for it. I'm curious if they're really going to do it, like, right now. Because, like, the women aren't dressed to compete, right? Like, they're just in their street clothes. Yeah. Uh, As are are Kyle and CT, right? As members of the agency. Mm -hmm. So, maybe it's going to be a puzzle. Maybe it's going to be... like they haven't done this in a while, but they used to do those like you're gonna stand on this box for 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious to see.
1: No, definitely, definitely.
0: Uh so who killed it for you this week?
1: Uh to be really honest, this week it's CT. You just put on a dominating performance in that challenge, and to be able in a must-win scenario, because Know no matter what, he's still got to be worried on some level that he could have to go in, right? So, I think for him, he's got to be thinking, Hey, if these guys want to take a shot at me, now's the chance they're going to do it. And beyond all that, even just to win it like that on your own, like that is a very, 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 very impressive feat there. And if not for like the super heroic, you know, I think Casey had like probably two of the best actual yeah. jumps right that were just incredible but in terms of you know just dominating a, a daily yeah it's
0: ct for sure i should also point out i meant i had this in my notes but i skipped over it casey is competing injured at this point in the season she has a uh, dislocated toe oh geez when they went to the boat she was walking around in her bare feet and she dislocated a toe it's it's on the uh challenge Instagram account and in the like after oh. episode she and Nani were talking about it that's um, good I have to agree with you I think CT killed it this week everything he did was on point mm-hmm. you know he's pretty much made the final I think and I think as you said as LT said he's got to be the he's got to be the favorite to win it all like yeah he's, he's absolutely has to be um, I also have to say for next week's episode, you kill. It's going to be a little bit late. I am going out of the country. I'm taking a vacation and I have some, uh, family stuff to deal with. So we're probably think the episode's going to drop next Saturday. We hope next Saturday, possibly no later than next Sunday, just so y'all know, where can people find you on social media? Sheldon.
1: Uh, you can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Shell Alexander, on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. And, of course, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you all. Like and subscribe to the YouTube page. You know, all that fun stuff.
0: I, uh, I almost called it Sheldon Media instead of Sheldon sh- uh, Social Media. Now I'm combining the words. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jchidleyhill. Chidley Hill, but of course, next week you'll be able to find me on the beach. So, <laughs> hey. hey, hey, until next week. This was you killed it. You killed Ch- it. Uh.